Rob, have you been? Guys, nothing has changed for you. Can, can we be careful with that one? Motherfucker, sit down, shut up, stay in your own lane. I'm sorry, I didn't get that memo. This guy comes into your house as a guest and then takes a giant shit on your living room floor. I, I can't blame you because after all this time, I should have just trusted you without saying it. Cappy's got a jar of peanut butter there somewhere. Ah, the only way that dog could tolerate him. I'm too tall for that. Fuck it, I don't give a shit. And there goes the monetization. Birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. The fuck? Red evening. It's better than work. How old is that intro now? A year? <clears throat> At least. At least. I'd say it's going on closer to two. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Still. That, that, I know that intro came about uh, during the time that Dante had his Discord server. Because the whole, the guy comes into your house and takes a giant shit on your living room floor. That was about a dude in the Discord server. I remember that. <laughs> Always happens. Men have this nice, quiet little space where they just swap notes, and all of a sudden, some guy comes in like, hey, guys. Pretty much, which is what happened to this guy, and he got nuked. And it's kind of like the kerfuffle I got in a couple weeks ago, which I, I didn't start it, but someone else did, and it was the equivalent of punching someone in the face in the bar and knocking him out because he came in and took a giant shit on the living room floor. And then this happened. Snake, are you okay? Snake? Snake? Mm -hmm. Oh, he really nuked it a great one with that one. <laughs> he did. He did. He did a great job with the couple he gave me, which then inspired me to go on and create a few more off of it. So now I have uh, those two that he gave me. And then uh, Governor Megatron revived a, a fucking memory of the past of me fucking doing a little jig. Know. And I was like, oh, I'm going to put that to some fucking music and, you know, put that as a block thing. And then, of course, the Tuscan Raider thing. So, yeah. <laughs> the gif of you doing that. <laughs> fucking, it's glorious. And I, I know, I, I don't remember the episode, but I remember doing it because I know what I was doing it to. I know the song I was doing it to. So, yeah. Yeah, Dante is going on the year of the block. He's like, what was it? He said something, the year of the block or the year of red flags. And I'm like, nah, it's going to be the year of crimson. He's like, it's going to be the year of the block. It's going to be the year of the block. I've already like started. 2024 is the year of the block. But if that's a New Year's resolution, since we are at the last episode of 2023 here, I've already started my New Year's resolution. I've been doing it actually for a few weeks and it's just kind of built up its own steam based on dipshits deciding to make their own stupid comments. And it's really all it is for me is besides I can't even, mm. you know, it really boils down to whoever it is I'm blocking. Whether I interacted with them directly, indirectly, or I just saw it. I, I had no interaction. It was just something one of my mutuals was having a conversation. And inevitably, somebody started running their mouth. And I got irritated or I got bored, mostly irritated. And that's where I was like, <clears throat> okay, this account, whoever it is, male, female, doesn't 
they do not understand the power of shut the fuck up. So I'm going to shut them up because ultimately, especially online, all you have online is a voice. That's it. Especially these troll types, these fucking dipshits. That's all they have because they're not doing videos. They're not teaching guys how to lose weight and get jacked and all that like what you're doing. They're not doing any of that kind of shit. They're not making real life friends. They're just fucking sitting on the internet talking shit. So all they have is a voice. That's it. And I'm taking that from them. Yeah, I mean, what else can you do? Well, that's it. That's where I'm just like, you know, you guys need to learn shut the fuck up. And, you know, it's a free country, freedom of speech. Yep, you can run your mouth. I don't have to listen to it. I have to see it. And so they get fucking blocked and then they're gone forever. And that's fine by me because then my life is way more peaceful. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing with free speech. Like, yes, you have the right to say whatever you want, but I also have the right to listen and to see whatever I want. Damn, Chest Rockwell's over there writing the next Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett gained a block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did not expect that. He was in shock. <laughs> well, the fact that he went on and made a video about it just made it even better. And I've made snippets for intros and all kinds of shit. That shit's evergreen to me. It's like, man, I'm never going to not get tired of seeing him saying, hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy. And fucking then start deering. As Chess said, you know, guy goes on for five minutes deering to a part-time carny in his parasocials. <laughs> That was uh, fucking hysterical. It's the, it's the internet game parading people around like, look at me, I got one. It's like, yeah, but... But no, did you really? really? Yeah, did you really? Like I said, I, I realized in that moment after I blocked him and I just, I went on with my day. He wasn't the first guy I blocked that day and he wasn't the last guy, okay? I just blocked him because he started running his mouth. That's all. I'm like, dude, you're a retard. You gotta go. And away he went. And then I just kept bantering and then moved on and was dealing with other shit. And it wasn't until Ryan's quote tweeting him that I realized, oh, wait, what's this guy doing? Shit. And I'm thinking, first, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Hmm. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, yeah, I blocked you, but who are you? Imagine what he would have done if you called him a douche. Oh. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should clip that. Like, Jack, you're being a douche. Like, am I the asshole? <laughs> Well, you know, that's I, I and I've said it in in prior episodes of Let Him Burn when he did that. Am I the bad guy here? It's like, no, dude, you're not the bad guy. You're just stupid. That's you like know? You're no one. Yeah, you're nobody. You're not a bad guy. You're just an idiot. That's all. And I just I'm I've I've reached the end of my rope. It's like I'm done with the idiocy. But it's like, oh, if, if you're going to say stupid shit, you, you have that right if you will, you, you know, freedom of speech. You, you can say whatever the fuck you want. I don't have to see it or hear it. And so now it's like, oh, you're going to say stupid shit? Block. And you don't even have to say it to me. You can just say it out loud. If I see it, it's like, oh, yep, there, my stupometer is going off. You know, it's like, that's fucking stupid. Boom, block. It's done. It's just not your love language. Right. In the stupid interactions, it's not on there. That's right. <laughs> but as a tradition, he did Rob. a five minute deer. 
<laughs> so fucking good. How have you been? I've been all right. This week uh, was kind of hell because it's the week, you know, it's the week after Christmas, the week before New Year's. Everybody had to work this week. Well, we had a guy have a that on Tuesday, you know, that's the first day of the week because Christmas was Monday. Tuesday, fucking guy called out sick. And when I heard that he called out sick, in my mind, I'm going, well, of course he did. Because this dude does this shit all the time. Well, the next thing I know, Wednesday, I come in off route and my, not the big boss, not the guy, but the next big boss, my direct boss, is hanging out in his office and he's not supposed to be back till next week, okay? And I'm like, dude, pleasant surprise. What what are you doing here? And he's listening to Five Finger Death Punch, dude. He's amped, okay? I, I already knew because music, you know, music can set your mood or it can telegraph your mood depending on what you're listening to. When I get pissed off, I tend to listen to rap, okay? When, when I want to be just just kind of pumped up and happy. I listen to metal or rock or, you know, all kinds of shit. Top 40, it doesn't matter. Okay. And when I'm feeling sexy, you know, like, ooh, yeah, it's time to, you know, seduce the ladies. I'll play Barry White or some fucking like R&B shit. Okay. This guy, I know because I know his musical taste. When he's listening to Five Finger Death Punch, he's going to kick somebody's ass. And so I hear he's got, you know, I walk into his office to say, oh, wow, pleasant surprise. And I'm hearing Five Finger Death Punch in the background. And I'm like, oh, boy. Well, he suspended the guy who called in sick. Ooh. Yep. Gave him a day off. And he said, yep, I wasn't supposed to be back till next week, but there is some shit I need to handle. So you'll see me first thing in the morning tomorrow, too. Then I'm like, oh, boy. You know, so Thursday morning, sure as shit, there's the boss. And sure as shit, there's the guy that he suspended because he gave him a one day. But I, I'm wondering if this guy, you know, because he's got the rest of the week off. I don't know if it was paid or not. I have no idea. He didn't come in at all this week. Okay, and we all paid for it because we had to make up the shit that he was supposed to do. All I could figure is when the boss finally suspended him, I was like, it's about fucking time. Okay, this guy, if, if it had been me, he'd have been shit canned already. I'd have gotten rid of him months ago. But this guy, and, and I've heard, I've heard his, his tale of woe. Okay, to give you a little backstory, the dude's young. He's like, 25, 26. So he's a younger guy. His girlfriend broke up with him and he's pining after her and he's medicating. He's drinking. Ooh. Yeah, I get it, dude. I did it. Okay. When my ex-girlfriend fucking called it quits with me and my mom died within two weeks of each other, dude, I fucking medicated. I am, in all honesty, I am happy I gave up drinking. Well, I get it. Tempting, but... Well, you know, everyone has their thing. And I, I did it. I medicated too. I get it. I'm not going to like shame the dude for medicating. Okay. But one thing I can say, and it doesn't make me better. It just makes me different is while I was medicating. Okay. Weekends and evenings, man, I was getting hammered. Okay. I mean, go back and watch Masculine Geek. Go back and watch Let Them Burn. Okay. There was times even during this show. You had no idea because, man, I, I this is the part that I was getting to that I want to tell this guy. I'm not going to tell him because he ain't going to listen. But I want to tell this guy. It's like, dude, you need to get your shit together. Okay. You want to medicate. That's 
I get it. I, I'm sympathetic to it. I understand. And it goes back to what I said last week. Nothing fills the hole of abandonment. Right. But at the same time, you can let yourself go to complete shit like he's doing and you're going to reap the consequences. Or you can get a handle on it. It doesn't mean you got to be a teetotaler and do a 180. No, you can still medicate. Just fucking keep it, you know, get a grip on it. You know, when I, when I was medicating, dude, yeah, I was getting plastered like every weekend, every night, but I still got up in the morning and went to work. Okay. I was sober to go to work. I might've been a little hungover, but I went to work because, Hey man, I got to pay the fucking bills. Bills and life don't stop because you're in Bills in life don't stop because you're suffering. The world keeps going and you, the sooner you realize that, it doesn't mean don't medicate if that's what you need to do. I get it. Hell, I'll medicate with you. We'll sit around and both drink, but you better show up to work in the morning because I expect to see you there because I'm going to be there. Mm -hmm. That's the thing where this guy, it's like, oh, you know, he's struggling to make rent. And it's like, yeah, but when you're taking days off because you're fucking hungover, it's like, dude, you're about to get fired because suspension is the last step before termination. Mm -hmm. That it's like, dude, you're about to go out the door mm -hmm. and you're crying about, oh, I'm having troubles making rent. Well, you're going to have even bigger troubles when you don't have a job, you know? I, I, I do feel for the guy where it's like, look, this isn't easy. I'm not saying you're not. I'm mm. not saying that. Of course, those things are terrible. They are. It's like I said, I thank the Lord I gave up drinking. Like for me, it's nicotine. I've, I've always been honest about that. Or it's like, that is the one vice. And that's especially the vice when I, where I, which I grab to when things are down. Sure. Not proud of it, eh. but I'm, I'm glad it isn't alcohol. Well, glad it isn't drugs. It's like, but at the same time, you know, is it, everyone I've met that, a drug or alcohol problem. Yeah, they created it. And, and I'm not unsympathetic to addiction. I understand what that looks like. I've seen it. Okay. And it's one thing when it goes from manageable to an addiction. There's no clear step when that happens. It just kind of happens. Okay. But call it functioning. Call it whatever you want. There, there's a place where, yep, I medicate, I drink, I drug, I do whatever, but you still get up in the morning and you still carry on with your fucking life. Mm -hmm. Or you fucking flush it all down the toilet. And if that's the case, I don't have a lot of sympathy. It's like, I mean, I get it. Sucks you have an addiction. Sucks you have a problem. It's not my problem until you make it my problem. And then we are going to have a problem. But what you do is your thing. And like I said, this guy, he's medicating because he's got one-itis. And I get it. I've had one-itis. I've medicated. I understand I still got up every day and went to work, okay? My job's never been in jeopardy because I realized that there's bigger things going on that don't mean, sh that I don't mean shit to. You know, it's not about me. It's like, fuck the bills, the, the fucking, the bank's not gonna give a shit if I, you know, I'm heartbroken and I'm fucking unemployed because I drank too much and couldn't get up and go to work. They still want their mortgage payment on time or they'll take the house. Same with anything else, you know, the credit cards, whatever it is. Nobody fucking cares. They're going to say, oh, that's sad. Fuck you, pay me. And if you can't, they're going to take it from you. 
And you know what? In my book, well, you got it coming. So you either decide, well, I can't handle this and you give it up or hey, I can handle this because the world still keeps going and you get your shit together at least enough that you can go out and fucking function. And then when you come home and you want to drink yourself into oblivion, fine, go ahead. Don't use it as a crutch or an excuse to be a piece of shit and be irresponsible and not show up to work. That's my opinion no, about it. No, but you're you're absolutely 100% right. Like it's admit to yourself that you're struggling. Admit to yourself that it's just look, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with this um very uh very right and you just need time. Yeah, and you do need okay. time. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. And be honest with yourself where it's like I cannot be valuable to the people around me right now. And take that step back and take your time to feel it, to really go through it. It will suck. It will hurt. Well, but at least you're not at least you're not postponing the inevitable and dragging people with you. It's like I got that lesson the hard way when I was in high school. In my humble opinion, it wasn't the best way people dealt with that because like you're 14 years old. And, but it was a lesson I would have inevitably learned anyway, where mom had just died that summer. And I had a student a student guidance counselor. And I remember somewhere in the beginning of the year, I was late for class once because I ran into a friend who knew my mom and he didn't know what happened, blah, blah, blah. And I told him what happened. So I was five minutes late or whatever. And I remember that teacher, he asked me, why are you late? So I explained it to him. Yeah, like, yeah, that came up. And he's like, well, there comes a day you have to, you have to get over it, you know? You have to get over the fact that your mom died. And I just... Look. No, it's, you don't get over it, but you do have to get through it. Yeah, but mind you, it was just like a month. Yeah, it was no, one, one month, it. maybe two. And I was like, what the? He wasn't wrong, but timing and everything was so messed up. And I remember that entire class said nothing, sat there. But it is a lesson we do have to learn at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Whether you like it or not, the world does not stop for you. My dad always used to say that. Yep. The sun rises for nothing. The world right. keeps turning. Yep. Dude, I remember that at my mother's funeral, you know, standing next to her casket with my dad and all these people showed up and talked to all the great things about my mom and so sorry for your loss and all that. And if you need anything, give us a call. And then watching them go out the door and, and, I, and, and, and it's not bitterness or anger or anything. It's just I had a realization when they walked out the door. That shit was done for them. They went on with their lives. And a year later, when one of my dad's best friends died, I was saying the same thing to his children, who are my age, walking in, going, oh, you know, your dad was a great guy. Because he was. He was a great guy. You know, so sorry for your loss. If there's anything you need, you know, don't hesitate to call. And the minute I walked out the door, back to back to my life, you know, and that's that was just the double whammy of, Wow, you know, yeah, the world keeps turning. Life goes on. There comes a point that you can't wallow in it for too long because you'll reap what you sow there. Like this, like this guy I work with is it's like, dude, you have no idea how close to being terminated you are. Or maybe you do and it's what you want. I don't know, but for oh man, I gotta, you know, make the rent on the apartment. Boy, you're doing a shitty thing of trying to raise the rent when you're about to get fired you know that's where it's get your shit together man doesn't mean quit drinking but fucking get a grip on it show up to work show up on time do your fucking job 
and then go home and drown yourself into oblivion until the next morning when guess what you get to do again? You get to get up and go to work because the fucking landlord says, fuck you, pay me. Doesn't care that your girlfriend left you. He doesn't care what your troubles are. All he cares about is the fucking rent better be paid. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself homeless. And welcome to it, guys. That's life. Yeah, it's 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 terrible, especially now during the holidays. I talked about that with Nuke, where it's like, yeah, or I can't even remember when I said that. It's like there's plenty of guys out there right now who are terribly lonely or they just got dumped or whatever and it hurts and it stings and nothing is going as you want. And then the cold plunge of reality hits again. The bills need to get paid. Stuff needs to get done. Right. You're demotivated. You feel empty. Welcome to it, dude. I've, I've had all that shit. Still went to work. And I'm not looking for kudos or a brownie. It's just... Hey, man, life goes on. Nobody fucking cares. And I'm not mad about it because like this young guy, do I really care? No. All I care about is either you need to fucking show up and do your job or you need to go away so we can hire someone who will do your job. Mm -hmm. That's what I care about, you know, because that affects me. Yeah, that may be self-centered and and solipsistic and you throw your fucking terms around i don't give a shit but it's like you know what you're old enough and according to him as much pussy as he's had you'd think which makes me wonder about just how much pussy he's had because he's got this one-itis and it's like dude if you had as much pussy as you claim i i would almost think that you wouldn't get hung up about any one particular woman but here we are and depends on how much time you spend with her i guess yeah, I don't know. And and I don't care. It doesn't concern me. I'm not here to play Freud. He's not my patient. I am not his therapist. I am a co-worker and all I care about is you better show up so you do your fucking job so I don't have to do it for you. Mm. So get a fucking grip, you know. Drink, you know, medicate after work, but then go to bed early enough so that you can get up and come to work what I have always done. It's what most of the guys I know who medicate, and there's plenty of them. It's like, all these other motherfuckers are medicating about one thing or another too. And guess what? They all show up and go to work. Why are you special? Why are you exempt? You're not. Yeah, or, just, or just be honest. Look how many vacation days you have and take two to three weeks paid leave. You're probably not going to get your summer holiday. Yep. But at least That's then you can get your shit together. Yeah. You know? Take that time to heal, but like if the way he's doing it now, he's dragging people with him. Right. Want to get to the super chat? Yeah, quick? let's do this. Rusty Fuel 199. <laughs> Thank you very much, Rusty. I really appreciate it. 199, the BGs is Rob's happy place. It really is. Wait it's a like minute. Rusty knows me. I have a happy, I have a happy memory. Uh, that's that's. I have a happy. Remember what you once said? How I used, how I walk. Oh yeah, you do the stand alive <laughs> swagger. Yeah, you do the stand alive swagger. Yeah. There you go. It's like remember that scene from Saturday Night Live and Jolt Travolta in the beginning. That's how Jack walks. He used to. You you oh, have oh. the BG swagger, the John Travolta swagger. Oh. Nonstop Dre for two bucks. Rob is so stoic, he doesn't suffer. Suffering has him. Something non-stop like Dre. that. Uh, nonstop Dre for $2. Thank you very much. And another $2 from Nonstop Dre. 
It's liberating to know no one cares about your issues. Thank you very much Correct. for the $2. Yes, however, that doesn't... How do I phrase That doesn't mean you shouldn't. There are also a lot of guys who, like, they suck it up and they go on and blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, it's okay. It's so just be honest with yourself. Be honest that you can't take it right now. Sit down and do whatever you need to do, even though it's alone. Get a couple of good friends. Get your good social circle. But like Rob mentioned, don't let your job suffer. No, because all you're doing is digging a deeper hole. You're just Ah, making it worse for yourself. What you're doing is destructive at that point. If you're not able to show up at work, be honest with yourself. Well, and not only feel it, but maybe it is time for you to check yourself into rehab or something. You know, because it's like, otherwise it's like, dude, you're going to lose your job and then what? Then you're going to lose your place. Then you're going to be on the street, you know, all because, oh, I miss my girls so much. And yet I'm sitting there thinking, dude, women are like buses. You wait around long enough. Another one will show up in 15 minutes. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, you miss her and it hurts. And I get it. I've been there plenty. of, But there's always another one. So... Why throw your life away and throw your job away and all these things over a woman? There's no fucking point in doing that. That's just stupid, in my opinion. Well, it's Murphy's Law. Goes from bad to worse. Murphy's Law goes from bad to worse. What's that one? Either you know it or someone in the chat knows it. It's one of the the 48 laws of power, the uh, avoid the unhappy and the unlucky. Yeah, it's 10 or 11. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. No? much i remember my dad he used to have uh and this is important for the story he used to have a gay co. he used to have a gay co. and um apparently his boyfriend or whatever was hospitalized a very sad situation and of course my dad's like look take the take the time off take the time off that you need and then my dad is watching the television and they had the gay pride parade in the uh, up in the north of the netherlands and all of a sudden my dad sees him in the crowd mm. He's like, oh, sick boyfriend, eh? He's like, oh, guess who got called in on Monday? That guy. Guess who was gently slid over a certain paper he was allowed to sign? Yeah. Obey had something to do with termination, didn't it? My dad is a very patient man. Yeah. He's a he's a patient man. There's a couple of things you don't fuck with him. And that is the health of others. I mean, he went through the whole death of my mom thing and blah, blah, blah. And he also had one co-worker once who was like, yeah, my wife is hospitalized and blah, blah, blah. needed to take the day off. But the very next day he was back. I remember being near the office at that moment. That was so Holy shit. Because that hit home. That hit home. This guy just used it for one day off, ripped him a new one, if not three new ones. Done. Just done. And you got to be careful about that too, where people oh, use yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, it's not fun, especially during the holidays and things get lonely and all that. And there comes a time you pick yourself up. It's not easy. Well, and, and the thing is, no one else is going to pick you up. No. Okay. No you, you may have the best friends in the world and yeah, they're going to listen and empathize, sympathize, whatever it is, you know, but they can't pick you up. You have to pick you up. Just like they can't stop you from self-destructing. You know, they take the vice out of your hands. Not really. Okay? They might take it out for the moment they're around, but it's not their job to fucking babysit you. So at some point, you're going to be by yourself. You're going to go home. You're not going to be around your friends. 
And maybe they pulled the, the drink from your hand or the smoke out of your fingers or the Coke from your nose while you were out with them. But when you get home, there ain't no one there but you to stop you from doing your shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chesty, that's, that is why the gym is important. Like, talk to Nuke about this. And like, when you're in that depressed state and everything feels so hollow, even one exercise is better than none. Yeah. Even if you go and you don't feel like it, even if you do like one exercise, five sets of it, and you go home, at least you did something. Mm -hmm. At least you did something to improve and feel a little bit. I mean, it's hard getting out of the house in a state of mind like that, things like that. And you're the only one that can get you out of the house too. Yeah, it's like, even if it's one, even if it's one for five sets, at least you did something. And take it day by day where it's like, well. And that's it. And sometimes it's not even day by day. Sometimes it's hour by hour or minute by minute. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Nonstop Dre for another $2. Yeah. Rob is so stoic that virtues and ethics have him. <laughs> oh, the Chuck Norris jokes. Jesus Christ. Seriously, most depressing episode of the year, and we have 30 viewers. Almost Dude. the most viewers we and ever And you know had. what? But to it me, resonates with guys. Well, it resonates, but to me, it's not even depressive, okay? If anything, from my point of view, this is empowering and, in li- you know, it's, it's, it's uplifting and it's freeing. Because at the end of the day, you ain't shit and it's okay. You don't matter and it's okay. Like Jack Walsh was saying, hey, you think, you know, that you ain't shit when you have a job, try being on the street. And I'm paraphrasing. But that makes my point. Nobody fucking cares. No one's coming to save you. This young guy I work with, right now, I'm of the opinion, fuck, I hope he gets fired. Because then we can hire someone else who will come in and do the fucking work. Okay? What did you once say? You can be the asshole and good at your job, or you can can be bad at your job. and You can be a prick, or you can be a fuck up. You can't be both. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. And in this case, he's a fuck up. I mean, he's a nice guy, but he's a fuck up. But part of being a fuck up is you still have to show up to work. Okay. The other guys in the past that were fuck ups, they, they were great guys, but they were fuck ups. At least they showed up to work. Okay. This guy's, you know, like I said, it's it's a pattern. It's like, oh, it's day after a holiday. Guess who's not coming in today? And management's finally had enough. Where all I could say to it is it's about fucking time. You know, this shit should have been nipped in the bud six months ago. Because this this destructive cycle this guy's doing, he's been doing this for at least six months. And it's With like all the alcohol and everything. The alcohol, the absenteeism, all of it. He's pining over this chick. Like I said, I understand one-itis. Guys, I've had it too, okay? We've all we've been We've all there. had it. Yeah, we've all been there. Dude, I've had two that were one-itises. Not just one, but two, okay? I've been there. I'm familiar with the territory, okay? I've done stupid shit. I medicated. I self-destructed up to a certain point. I understand. I am not unsympathetic to what he is going through. His plight. Same time... Dude, you gotta you gotta unfuck yourself at some point, because otherwise you're gonna be out of a job, be out of a house, and worst case, you might find yourself looking down the barrel of a shotgun or a pistol, or hanging yourself by the neck with a rope. Really? You know, I mean, I guess if that's the road, 
You know, not that I want to see it, but at the same time, I, I'm not here to fucking make sure you don't pull the trigger. Okay? I, I am not your fucking keeper. You have to take accountability for your own life at some point. You can't blame the women because they broke up with you or they left you or whatever it is. Some point you got to go, yeah, I hurt. It sucks. It, oh, man. And I get that. But life goes on and hey, like a bus, 15 minutes later, there's another chick. And oh, yeah, it's different than the last one because they're not the same woman. But that doesn't mean it isn't good. It just means it's different. You might go, well, shit, this chick's even better than the last one. You know, this one doesn't have ABC or XYZ. You know, I learned something about her myself and how to relate and so then if she leaves or in some cases when she leaves yeah it hurts it sucks but now you're not you know drinking yourself to hungover that you can't go into work the next day okay it's the drinking then that get at this point from what you're telling me i wouldn't even think he's got one either or whatever but he's just got straight up alcohol oh he's probably got that too I don't know. It's like the breakup as a crux for his addiction. Who knows? I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speculate. About it. Mm. I, I can't read his mind. One, I'm not him. Two, it's not my fucking problem. It becomes my problem when he doesn't come to work and I have to pick up his slack. Mm. That's my problem, and that I am not sympathetic about. It's like you know, you want the world to stop because boo-hoo, I'm sad and hungover. Fuck you. I don't care. Get your ass up, get your shit together, and go to work. And keep doing it. Yeah, Man. really, I've I've been fat Rob, yes. I've seen a photo. Oh, I have a few, yeah. When I was married, and even before I got married, yeah. I was, at my heaviest, I was almost, about almost 185 pounds. Yeah, I was a big boy. For a man your size? Yes. No. No, you're not. There's no offense taken. You're absolutely right. I, my family was worried. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I hated what I had become. And so I started doing things differently. And not only did I lose about almost 60 pounds of that, I turned around and lost another 200 pounds when I got rid of the ex-wife. <laughs> Best weight loss for me was a divorce. It reminds me of that joke, like how to lose 50 pounds fast, chop off a limb. Yeah, you, you want to lose 200 pounds, guys, lose the woman, you know? Oof. At least in most in most marriages, in most relationships, that's that's not inaccurate. No, you want to lose two hundred pounds, divorce your wife or leave your girlfriend because uh, there's like, probably two hundred pounds right there you could get rid of immediately. There was some woman replying to Nuke, and I retweeted her. It's like, look, when you look at Twitter, you have all these women complaining on why they're single, yet a lot of women can get a man but can't keep in them. Then she responds with, I'm married. I'm like, then why are you here? Yeah, why are you arguing with strangers on the internet? It's, like, it's Chad maybe. of Arabia's thing. It's women that are getting dicked down and are in happy relationships aren't on the internet arguing with strangers. They always out themselves, which is why I don't even bother. Those 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 accounts get the block too. I just don't make fanfare about it. I just block them and just keep right on going because I cannot bother. <laughs> True. Yeah. And like at first I was like, well, I'm very happy for you, but then I'm like, no, I'm not gonna even respond to that. Well, because then, you know, I hate to say it, but then they win because they're getting attention from you, even if it's negative attention, you know, goes back to 
a video and a blog post I did a couple years ago about a guy that I called Dustin. And that he was a guy that it didn't matter what attention. It was all, even if he was getting his ass kicked. This is, you know, guys want to hold women accountable and argue with women that you're not fucking, okay? I'm looking at all you guys. You're arguing with women and you're giving them attention and you're not fucking them. Whose frame are you in? Welcome to Twitter. That's why I don't bother with any of them. Now I'm just to the point, if they're going to guilt shame or act like a nag, it's it's block. It's like, fuck it. They get no attention, not even vicarious side effect attention. Like I said, I, I said it the other day. You know, I, I get a lot of people that I don't follow, but my mutuals do because they're interacting with them. So it shows up in my timeline. And I'm like, how can you guys be following or dealing with these people? They're annoying as fuck. But here we are. You know, I'm red pill, but yet you're giving women that you're not fucking attention. Why are you doing that? Oh, it's for engagement. Well, you're about to get the mute in the block too then. Because I can't. I'm over it. Because it doesn't go with Yeah, I'm kind of like... Yeah, because it doesn't go anywhere. It's like it's like the internet game, things like that, being funny, being hilarious, arguing with people. But then it's like, why would you? Why would you even argue anymore? Because you're not going to change your mind anyway. Well, that's you know, and I said that a while ago. That look, what Twitter is, is it's you trying to convince me, and I'm trying to convince you. And the truth is, neither one of us are going to budge. Okay, because we're not. We're convinced that we are right. We hold the high ground, Anakin. Okay, that's what that's what this is. And I just got to the point that okay, I'm 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 done. Shit post with you. I'll shit post with Nick and Bull and Chest and you know I'll shit in their threads because you guys are like you know my internet homies. You guys are all right. The guys I know and I follow get the pass. But if you're some rando, fuck you. You're gone. One strike. One fucking notice. If, I, if you even make me fucking look at you cross-eyed, you're done. Because I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done fucking around because it's just a big jerk-off fest. That's all it is. It's it's feminist slash traditional, you know, tradcon women that are all oh, the same. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. They're all the same, and it's supposed red pill guys holding them accountable when you guys forgot the first rule, which is tits or get the fuck out. The second rule is, are you fucking her? No, then whatever she says is amusing, interesting, or irrelevant. Why give her attention? Why give away free attention? Oh, I'm doing it for the engagement, bro. You're not as red pilled as you think you are. Just saying, because you're engaging in it. Rather you do it for the lulls. It's like, okay, so you like to jerk off online too. All right, just admit it. You can stroke it while you're talking to this chick and pissing her off, you know? But to me, it's like, man, I got shit to do. I got fucking audio to deal with and stuff like there's more to life than fucking off with random women on the internet. Yeah, it just reminded me of uh, the conservative calendar. And I'm like, see, it's all the same. It's just all the same. Uh, our women are hotter. Like what? You want traditional or not? Which one do you want? There are no traditional women on the internet. <laughs> traditional women do not exist on the internet. They're home, barefoot, raising babies and baking bread. I know a traditional woman, by the way. Yeah, and That's she's not crazy. on the fucking internet, I'll bet. No shit. There you go. No, no. That's what I mean. That, that anything that you see online, that's not traditional. So you're all jerking each other off. You're doing the, the human centipede 
over what is a traditional conservative woman. Yeah, she's at home preparing for a birthday party, I believe, today. I mean, uh, everything <laughs> online is fake. Everything Case online. of Red Bull slash White Claw and a Tinder account. Want a box, bro? <laughs> Oh, yeah. We, but we Chest, am I the bad Boston. guy? I, I don't understand. Am I the bad guy here? <laughs> we had we had the boxing match. He's still bad though. I saw it a couple of times. I muted him, but it's like every every person who has like a critique of him, he challenged them to a boxing match. It's like for fuck's sakes, stop it, dude. You know what? What you know? This I'm gonna I'm gonna be a I'm gonna sound terrible mm. if, if he's challenging motherfuckers still to this day to a box. I hope someone shows up and fucking takes him up for real. And he's going to meet the wrong guy. And he's going to end up either in the hospital or in the morgue because of it. And you know what? He'll deserve it. I mean, Ed Lattimore used to say that. Ed Lattimore is like a boxing champion. Yeah. Even, he, even he said, like, fighting isn't fun, you know? It's like, it's not fun. It's it's absolutely terrible. Like, your knuckles hurt. Your head hurts. Everything hurts. Like, it's not fun. That's what I mean, you know? it's It's... It's take it's confusing the internet with real life. And that's why I'm saying, oh, if he's still challenging people, I hope someone takes him up and he and he's when he goes, whoa, whoa, bro, whoa, they show up and knock his fucking teeth in. I, I'm not joking, dude. I hope they put him in the hospital. I mean because he'll deserve back. it. He'll deserve I mean, it. Was that Mike Tyson who said that? Online has made people too comfortable. Online. I don't think that guy's ever been punched in the face to be talking the way he is. Yeah, something like that. People are too comfortable being a dick online because yep. nobody can punch them in the face. Right. Something like that. You see that a lot mm -hmm. online. It's like, don't get horrible. Yep. Don't be there. That's what I'm saying. I, I hope he keeps that up and someone takes him up on it and shows up and knocks fucking six of his teeth down his throat. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I would. I get I get what you're saying. I, like, dude, I'm not above it. I'd fucking laugh my ass off. Oh, look at oh. look at him. He got a whole new makeover with his teeth. He got some fucking implants because someone knocked four of them in. That was a while back where some guy, they had internet beef and he looked him up in real life and he just started throwing hands. But apparently the guy he was throwing hands at, even though he was like two foot shorter, knew BJJ or MMA. Or... And you know, so the guy that's the guy that's two feet shorter shows up with a fucking firearm and shoots him. Yeah, because it was physical violence. He wasn't the first one to throw hands. It's like I said, you don't want to do that. Well, you don't know who you're calling on. That's what no. I mean. You know, like I said, I, I personally would think, man, you're going to, you know, talk a tough game. Somebody's going to show up at your door with a firearm and fucking put your lights out permanently. Well, there's plenty of fucking deranged people in the world. I could see it. And I'd probably, believe it or not, I'd probably, because it's like, well, you had it coming, dude. Sooner or later, someone was going to call you out on it. Nonstop Dre for two bucks. Thank you, Dre, for another $2. Really appreciate it. Screw boxing. Real men do Western showdown at noon. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of that Kirby mini game where you had to do that, draw pistols. It was such an annoying game where you like the, the timing was like you had to be perfect. Otherwise, you get shot in the face with a boxing glove. Well, you know. Uh, I'm going to use the toilet real quick. Yeah, me too. Oh, okay. All right. Da, 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 da. Put up a commercial or something. Will do. I don't usually post pictures of my kids online, but they're infants and you can barely see them. So, you know, it's, it's fine. 
But a YouTuber named Ryan Stone, named Ryan Stone, named Ryan Stone tweeted, showing off the F trophy for clout. So the babies are trophies that I'm showing off. It's perhaps not a surprise that a picture of a proud father would be so upsetting to the sort of man who clearly never had one. I see your comment there, Daniel, about a short guy that beat up the Oklahoma world wrestler or whatever, the WR, who didn't know he was trained in BJJ. It was a guy, I seem to recall, a couple years ago, maybe, and he was like some like tournament winning martial art dude, like middleweight champ or welterweight or something. I, I forget what ass, but he was like this world champion martial artist of one form or another got into a bar fight and got killed by a guy who didn't know martial arts, but he knew how to break a beer bottle and slice a guy's guts open. Remember to tune in tomorrow at, what is that? 9, 8 a.m. Central to Red Morning by Ryan Stone. You mentioned world champions kicking each other's ass in the street. Yeah. You well, don't know. It's like that, like those Twitch streamers. Like he just went at him. Like the other guy knew MMA, took him to the ground, whatever. Like that could have ended terribly, especially in well, the United States. But that's that's what I was carry. that's what I was actually talking about because Daniel kind of mentioned something similar about a short dude going up against another dude, but the short dude knew BJJ. And which I was saying, oh, there was something here a couple years back that there was this world champion, martial art, whatever he is, some guy that went into a bar, got into a fight with a guy in the bar, and the guy in the bar killed him, okay? And yet the guy in the bar didn't know BJJ and all that, but he knew how to bust a beer bottle and slice open guts. Mm. And so that world champion martial artist is dead because he got into a bar fight over a woman or running mouths or whatever it was and ended up dying because of it. Like even Cappy mentions that in uh, Bachelor Bad Economics, do not start fights. My kickboxing instructor even used to say that. And this guy, I mean, this guy could throw down. Sure. I mean, if he, like, showcased a movement on the bag, that would, like, sound through the entire room. No, I get it. But you know what? Bullets don't. No, no. But even he said, he's like, look, ever go out and you run into a guy who's drunk and, like, he's got the biggest dick in the room, just tell him you've got the biggest dick in the room. Yep. Don't. Or better yet, just, don't say anything. Walk away. Yeah. Just don't, don't be there. Don't be there. That's what I learned from bodyguarding. You know, you see movies where the bodyguard has to defend the client. The bodyguard failed at that point. If the bodyguard, if it had been real, it's like, yeah, your client would have been in serious jeopardy or dead or seriously hurt, which means you as the bodyguard failed. So your best bet is do not put the client in harm's way which means don't fucking be there. And that includes whether you're doing it professionally and getting paid to do it, or you're out on a date with your girl. Oh, there's some weird shit going down. Get her the fuck out of there. Go on, go somewhere else. You don't want to be in the middle of it because you might end up looking down the barrel of a gun, a knife. You got, you never know. I've seen some crazy shit, dude. Fuck that. I'm out. Ryan once said that, like everybody always speaks about being hard to kill, but what about like social calibration 
Raid a room. Raid a room. Yeah, when you see someone come in and they're fucking looking shifty and they're constantly touching their waist or the the back of their pants or something, that to me is time to go. It's time to get out of there. They're constantly touching their pockets and shit. That's making sure that the weapon they're carrying is still there. Don't be there. That's right. Sleeper for the Australian $5. Thank you very much, Sleeper. Appreciate it. A lot of guys don't think about what happens after an altercation either. Sure, you knock that guy out, but what about his mates? Yeah. Exactly. Or, exactly. or, sure, you you know you you punch the guy up, and and this ties into the mates too. All right, so you 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 beat the guy up a little bit, but he follows you home. Now he knows where you live. Oh, you got a girlfriend at home your girlfriend anymore dude it's our girlfriend you don't want to be in that no it's better to shut the fuck up and just leave just get out get out before you get into it get out just go a lot of alpha males in prison for that same fucking a lot of alpha males in the grave it's not worth it that's why i like that whole ego thing like you can defend your ego by not being there Yep, dude, that's that's the best advice I ever got is don't be there. And you know what? It's worked every time I've had to use it. I see something shifty, something fucking gets the old, you know, spidey sense tingling. I don't care what it is. Time to go. And every woman who's been any kind of significant, uh, significant part of my life, that becomes a conversation I have with them where I tell them, do you trust me? And they're like, yeah. I was like, so if I tell you it's time to go, you're going to say something? You're going to start asking what's going on? Or are you going to fucking get up and start walking? And they're all like, I'm going to get up and start walking. I'm like, good. I'll explain it later. But in that moment, if I touch you and say it's time to go, I expect your ass up and we're moving. That's mm-hmm. it. There's no time to talk. This isn't a committee. Not having a discussion right No, I'll discuss it later when we're out of harm's way. But in that moment, I need you to get off your ass and move. Social calibration. Read a room. Want to wrap this one up? Sure. Everything Rob, Rob says.net. There we go. Everybody, thank you very much for the Super Chat, Rusty Fuel, Nonstop Dre, and Sleeper for the five bucks. Dre for the two, four, six, eight. The eight bucks. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Guys, thank you very much for again tuning in this whole year. Hope you had fun. We know we did. If you want to support the channel, you can become a member by clicking the join button and you will get my version of the Book of Book audiobook for free, plus Gendernomics 1 and 2 on audio for free, and the Coffee Cast. Also, New Year's resolutions are around the corner. If you want to get your fitness life in order, I have the personal accountability program, personalized training program, diet plan, form checks for every session, private Discord, and a monthly consultation. We have the last consultation of the year today, so if you want to start out 2024 properly, get on it now, and otherwise, maybe I'll see you next year. Take us out, Rob. See? See you next year. See you next year.